What to do if your energy has got up and gone? Hey, it's Zane here with you for Rock Solid Wellness, where my mission is to help you to think well, eat well, move well, and live well. Today, I'm excited to share with you this episode because it really gets to the heart of one of the biggest physical, mental, and emotional wellness problems that exist, and that is fatigue. Now, here I want to mostly talk about the physical aspect of fatigue, but right up front, I want you to also know that your mind and body are constantly sending messages to one another. In other words, everything is intimately connected between your body and mind. So a lack of physical is usually associated with a lack of mental and emotional and vice versa. You see, when you're fatigued, it's tough to be the best version of yourself. I'm sure you would agree with that. With fatigue, it's tough to make progress. It's tough to move forward towards important goals and to feel great about life and also to feel strong in your physical body. So the topic of energy really is important. Now, because energy is either stored and it's stagnant or it's efficient and flowing, that's the thing we have to realize about energy and the extent to which your energy is either stored and accumulating and backed up or alternatively flowing freely is going to closely resemble the quality of your life in terms of how you look and feel and the actions you take. So what firstly is energy? Well, energy is expendable matter. And in practice, it is either utilized and replenished or it is stored and accumulated. In other words, energy is really just flow. But the problem becomes when we allow energy to stagnate for too long. And that's when we experience the weight of physical, mental, and emotional baggage, which of course can also uh, lead to sustained trauma if we don't deal with that stagnant energy. So the first thing is to grasp that if you want to be energized, you need to facilitate energetic flow. You need to remove the blockages that cause your energy to stagnate that ultimately weighs you down. And those blockages come in the form of what you eat, your environment, your social circle, your information source, uh, source of news, the products you use. And they can also be intangible blockages such as your mental and emotional state so energy is your friend if it's flow. Otherwise, it can easily become your enemy if you don't allow that energy to flow, if you allow it to stagnate. So what drives physical energy? It goes without saying that a healthy diet and regular exercise are important. I'm sure you would agree with that. And Bio-individuality is important too because it's at the heart of functional nutrition. In other words, bio-individuality fosters experimentation with food 
to discover what works best for each of us because we're all different and there is never a one-sized-fits-all approach to anything, particularly when it comes to diet modalities, what we eat, and the response that we each individually have to those things. So I'm a great believer in the fact that, you know, when it comes to what we eat, we all have different ways of of, of how we respond uh, to those dietary regimes and frameworks. But I'll be talking a little bit more about that as we go along here. So these are the things that are really the biggest keys to the energy equation. Your energy is derived from uh, what Dr. Stephen Gundry, author of The Energy Paradox, refers to as the two M's, the two M's. And this is really the key to physical, sustainable, ongoing energy and eliminating fatigue from your life. The two M's. And no, I'm, of course, not going to talk about those two little M's in colour-coded chocolate uh, that we remember as young kids growing up, those M&Ms. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, number one, your microbiome, and number two, your mitochondria. So the microbiome and the mitochondria. And it's the simple understanding of how these two energy centres communicate with each other that really is the number one insight you need to grasp if you suffer from any kind of fatigue, sluggishness, or an ongoing lack of energy that you just can't seem to snap. So not only that, it's also the answer to avoiding and reducing inflammation to dealing with compromised immunity that you might be experiencing in your body as well. So really tune in and listen up here um, if inflammation or a lack of energy is a problem for you. Now, before I explain what you need to know about these two M's, let's look at the conventional wisdom that exists around how energy is created in the body. Now, here's a simple analogy that illustrates the common myth about how energy is created in the body. And the myth kind of goes somewhat like this. Energy is like a bank account. If the deposits you make into the account in the form of calories you consume exceed the deposits you withdraw from your account in the, in the form of calories you burn, the more available energy you will have simply because you still have deposits left in the bank. Now, that's a pretty basic analogy, but it's kind of, you know, the general understanding of how calories work in the body and how energy is either burned or, or retained in the body. Now, whilst there is some sense to this reasoning, it does nothing to address the biggest cause of energy depletion in the body which is far greater than the calorie, calories in, calories out argument, which is the debilitating problem of metabolic inflexibility caused primarily by what is known as insulin resistance. And it's insulin resistance that is the number one factor in energy depletion and fatigue in your body. Insulin resistance is the primary cause and thereby metabolic inflexibility until you address 
those things, you will not address the problem of fatigue or a lack of energy. So the first thing I want you to know is that once you have built metabolic flexibility, the good news is that everything changes. You'll no longer get sick. You will spring out of bed in the morning. You will reduce inflammation in your body. You'll begin to cure and heal digestive ailments that are the source of so many common health problems that people experience these days. Your skin will be clearer. And you can pretty much eat what you want because your body will become very, very efficient at burning not just sugar, which is the primary fuel source, but fat as well. And when your body becomes really adept at not only burning sugar, but also fat and interchanging between those two fuel sources, it's only then that you are said to be metabolically flexible. And that really is the key to long-term sustainable energy. So at the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you uh, five brief ways to build your insulin resistance and metabolic flexibility. But first, let's just go back to these two M's real quick, which will help you to understand further how everything ties together to either give or deplete you of energy. So your microbiome and your mitochondria. Firstly, your microbiome is your gut terrain. It consists of a combination of colonies of good and bad bacteria that represent the energy center of your body. Your gut microbiome also controls your immunity and just about every vital function in your body. And this is why the gut is often referred to in alternative medicine in particular as your second brain. Your gut is your second brain because of the vital functions, the plethora of vital functions that it is responsible for throughout your body. Now, the other M is your mitochondria. Your mitochondria is the powerhouse of your cells. They are the organelles that take in nutrients to produce energy molecules in the body. But what's most critical to understand is this. Your microbiome actually is a messenger to the mitochondria. In other words, your microbiome talks to your mitochondria. So if the microbiome is the conductor, then the mitochondria is the orchestra taking the instruction. And it's the way your microbiome conducts that determines the music that your mitochondria actually plays. So in other words, your microbiome actually drives everything. And as the conductor, when it's healthy and happy, the orchestra sings to the tune, giving you energy. But when the conductor is unhappy or disorganized or out of tune, your orchestra will, of course, sing hopelessly and and out of sync. You see, an overwhelmed gut microbiome that is out of balance creates a traffic jam at your mitochondrial cell site. Too many fuel sources that it needs to process at once so it closes the door, meaning that your body cannot produce energy efficiently. When your cells cannot efficiently produce energy, you feel depleted. 
and no amount of dietary protocols, changes or supplementation can help without addressing the fundamental foundational problem first. So with this simple understanding of the two M's, the microbiome and the mitochondria and how they interact and work together to either deplete or to give you energy, here are five ways to reclaim your physical energy. Number one, cycled fasting. Now, this is otherwise known as intermittent fasting, which is a real buzzword out there now. I'm sure you've heard of it. But essentially, it's time-controlled eating that gives your gut and mitochondria time to rest, time to process, assimilate, digest, and reset to clear the traffic jam and the freeway that links your gut to your cells. You should aim to fast for at least at least 10 to 12 hours per day within each 24-hour period for four to five days per week. I'm not suggesting that you necessarily do it every single day. We all need to live a little bit, enjoy breakfast with our family, maybe on the weekends. But one of the easiest ways to bring intermittent or cycled fasting into your daily routine is to simply delay breakfast to eat breakfast later and to eat dinner earlier. So that's a really good place to start, to just give the microbiome and the mitochondria some breathing space, a chance to release the traffic jam, if you, if you will. So number two is to eliminate bad sugar. By removing the foods that rush sugars into the bloodstream and that cause the pancreas to drive up insulin, you will rebuild more insulin-sensitive cells which is what we want. Now, bad sugars are anything packaged, processed, or refined in terms of simple sugars or white flour or you know, refined grains. Refined sugar is also the number one culprit for upsetting the microbiome, for cultivating bad bacteria within the gut. So it's really important that we ease out or eliminate altogether those bad processed refined sugars and grains from the diet number three is to cultivate and to support the growth of good bacteria in your gut with probiotics now what are probiotics well these are the nutrients that cultivate healthy bacteria in the gut and those good bacteria are the ones that keep the bad guys in check and these probiotics are found in fermented foods like organic dairy or coconut yogurt healthy cheeses soft white cheeses with no animal rennet kefir kimchi sauerkraut olives and even drinks like kombucha so really important to incorporate these healthy probiotic rich fermented foods into your diet at least three to four times per week. Really, really important. Number four is to feed these good bacteria with prebiotic natural fibers. Now, prebiotics are a little different from probiotics in that they don't cultivate the good bacteria, but they feed the good bacteria and allow them to sustain themselves and to maintain their strength and vibrancy. And 
These prebiotic natural fibres are found in an abundance of fresh, locally sourced and seasonal vegetables predominantly. Number five is to include good fats into your diet. Now by good fats, I mean cold-pressed, extra virgin olive oil, walnuts, sesame oil. These oils are rich in polyphenols which feed a healthy gut microbiome and they also help to lower and drive, uh, drive down insulin resistance. So just to recap those five key points, number one, cycled fasting. Number two, eliminate bad sugar. Three, cultivate good bacteria by eating plenty of probiotic-rich foods. Four, feed those good bacteria with prebiotic, natural, fibrous vegetables. And five, include good fats into your diet. But if you're feeling constantly depleted, you've completely lost your get up and go, it's time to get to the heart of the problem before it really gets a hold of you. Hey, I want to thank you for listening today. I hoped you I hope you received some helpful insights um, from this episode. And until next time, uh, get on with it. Stay strong. Live well. This is Zane signing out. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Hey, it's Zane here and thanks for listening. If you received value from today's episode and you'd like to see how I can help you at an even deeper level, I invite you to check out my Rock Solid Wellness online course and coaching programs. It's all about helping you to break through any limitations you may have and building strong, robust mind and body habits that put you in control. My at-home video course is a pre-recorded module training where we focus on boosting your mindset, nutrition, movement, and lifestyle. And if you'd like to work with me even more closely, I also offer group and private coaching to help you integrate the rock-solid steps into your own life. To learn more about my online course or coaching programs, go to zanetroscott.com. Again, thank you for listening, and I look forward to serving you on your journey to rock-solid wellness. If you got value from this episode, feel free to leave me a comment or review on your favorite podcast platform. I also appreciate any constructive feedback or topic suggestions so that I can keep improving and serve you best. Keep in mind that the content of this episode is for informational and inspirational purposes only and is not intended to replace any advice given to you by your doctor or healthcare professional. I do recommend that you consult your personal physician before acting on any of the information contained in this episode to determine its suitability for you. This is Zane Truscott signing out. Again, thanks for listening. And until next time, stay strong and live well. Well.